Welcome to The Review, a mini episode from Full Dive Gaming Podcast. In The Review, we choose a single VR game, dive on into it, giving you all the details, and then a yay or nay on whether you should get it. This episode is Jay and Adam discussing the VR parkour extravaganza Stride. Adam, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm real excited to talk about Stride. I played it a lot when it first came out, and it's had a couple of really big additions back in the day, and so it was fun to hop back into it and see all the new stuff that they added. Well, why don't you go ahead and walk our listeners through if they've never heard of Stride, what is this? How does it play and what all headsets can they get it on? Sure thing. So Stride is a, and you mentioned it right in our title sequence there, Jay, it is a parkour experience. So in the game, uh, there's a couple different game modes, but in some of the more popular ones, you are running through a futuristic city. If, if you've played the parkour game, uh, what was it? It's Mirror's all edge. white with red. Yeah, that's the one. Mirror's Edge. A uh, really popular parkour game. One of the only popular parkour games, right? <laughs> yep. Um, but they definitely were trying to bring Mirror's Edge into VR. And so you're wall jumping, you're hopping over obstacles. Um, and the way that you move is kind of interesting, where if you want to run, you actually got to swing your arms. If you want to jump far, you got to really swing your arms into the jump. Um, but there's all sorts of different obstacles. Uh, you're launching a grappling hook to swing off of these grapple points and climbing up ladders. And sometimes you got to pull out your gun and take out some enemies that you find along the way. Uh, but definitely what they're really trying to do, which is bring Mirror's Edge and sort of that parkour element into VR. Um, I think they personally, they did a pretty good job with it. I know, though, Jay, you tried out Stride way back in the day mm-hmm. um, because back then it was only on Steam. And now they've launched it on all sorts of different platforms. You can get it on Steam. You can get it on Oculus standalone. You didn't really like it back in the day, did you? You know, so I tried this back on a Rift S on Steam. And my main complaints were, one, the controls were not working well at the time. And this isn't this isn't necessarily the game's fault. The Rift S and the Quest 1 were known for what I would call sticky grip buttons. It's not that they actually stick, but when you let go of them, there's a delay. And it's maybe a tenth of a second. But in a game like Shard, where you're grabbing onto a ledge and jumping up to the next ledge and grabbing on, that tenth of a second is the difference between you grabbing and hurling yourself up with momentum and you throw it trying to throw yourself up and end up throwing yourself downward instead <laughs> that's because a you're... terrible game for a parkour <laughs> game that, that's yeah. a terrible thing yeah it was a real problem so it really turned me off from it and uh rip on the podcast back then he even got on because he wanted to blame me and <laughs> say that this was my fault he got on on his rift s and found that he had the exact same problem so oh, no it seemed like it was prone to an issue with the rift s controllers that said at the same time it was still in early access it only had the endless run mode and there is some new modes we'll talk about those here in a little bit uh it only had endless and i just felt like at the time i think it was still 15 bucks i paid for it it's 15 bucks now i was like it's not worth the money it's one single mode that gets really repetitive quickly and i was not into it at the time it, i thought it had promise but it was not living up to what I had promised. And I got to (laughs) say, playing it again on the Quest 2 today, it was way better. Really? Well, that's good to hear because (laughs) I got to say, when I first played it back in the day, I definitely thought that it was living up to all the hype it was getting. I thought it was fun and engaging. Uh, I also didn't have the sticky grip buttons. I was playing it on the index. And let me tell you, with the index and the finger tracking, grabbing onto these ledges really added a whole level of immersion. Uh, so what was it about trying it again 
that changed your mind. I know that they've added a couple different modes. They've added an arena mode. Um, they've definitely revamped the graphics, and you've def- and you've played it with some new hardware. So what was it about some of these new features that changed your mind on this game? The first thing, as I got into the tutorial again, the first thing that that helped was it was working. The, the buttons you <laughs> let go and you let go, it actually worked the way the developers intended. I almost felt like maybe they even built in some safeguards that kind of made it maybe a little easier on you Oh, because it seemed like I wasn't having such a hard time landing on a ledge and actually getting up it. Like sometimes it felt like my, you know, my, my, maybe my waist would have hit the ledge in real life. And instead of grabbing onto my hands and pulling up, I would just fall when I played it back in early access. And now it was like, if I hit it with my waist, it was like, I grabbed the ledge and pulled myself up and I actually made the jump. And then once I got through the tutorial, the extra modes really helped the game. It you when you play endless, basically you're running from a dark force behind you that's slowly catching up with you. And if you're not fast enough, it'll eventually catch and kill you or you get killed by the snipers. You get killed by bombs. So you're just going as long as you can trying to survive until you die. And that's yeah, when something eventually will kill you. <laughs> yeah, something's going to get you. You can't run forever. Uh, they added arena mode which although I didn't get into any online play, it, it showed promise in what it was doing. You're in you're you're actually turning and physically moving around an area. It's not just a straight directionally forward run like the normal game. You're actually jumping from place to place. You have to go get these suitcases that are on top of buildings and you have to shoot certain people. Arena definitely seemed like it had promise. And then what I actually liked the most out of everything, they had a mode and I now I'm blanking on the time trial. Correct. Yes. Time trial. So it shows you like it's a it's more like a level. You've got either 40 seconds will give you one star. 35 seconds will give you two stars or 30 seconds or less will give you three stars. And that varies from level to level. But it felt like an attainable goal. It didn't feel like I'm just running till I die. It was like, okay, I'm going to beat this level. And I'm going to go back. and I'm going to try and get three stars. And that was by far my favorite mode. And that really helped round out the game a lot to me. Yeah, it's really hard with some of these high score type of games, especially for Endless Run. Like for Endless Run, you know, the goal is, I mean, you can always set these personal goals like, let's see how far I can get this run. You don't do that. You look at the leaderboard, which shows up very prominently Mm -hmm. when you open up and you see like the top 10. When you were playing this, you're never going to get into the top (laughs) 10. So it always feels like you're failing. And that's why those time trials, it kind of has a realistic goal. like. Oh, I got two stars, man. I'm I'm getting pretty good at this level. Then once you start hitting that three stars, you know that you've mastered that level. Yep, yep. Everyone can master it. It's different than just fighting a leaderboard. And that kind of took me back to a game called To the Top. That's kind of kind of similar. It's a parkour game where you're running across these maps, and it's kind of the same thing. You get you know more stars based on if you beat their goal time, and that felt really good to me. I liked that there were still some things about the game that did bother me. I do still feel like the the levels don't have enough diversity yet. They need more colors. And I would really like I actually had you watch a trailer for an old Gear VR game. Did you watch that trailer for Jump? I did. (laughs) Jump was this game that was also kind of like that. But instead, you had like these insanely inhuman, huge jumps (laughs) where you're jumping from building to building. But you were like in a popular city and you were trying to climb like the tall, get to the top of the tallest building in the city. I kind of wish Stride would do something like that, where it's like a goal where you see a building off the distance and you're trying to work your way up to that. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, because it just feels like after a while, I'm just running down this course that just feels like it gets a lot the same. 
what did you think? You've played it now a couple times. How much life can someone expect out of this game if they buy it? Realistically, they're not going to try to be number one on the leaderboard. How many hours are they going to get out of this game? You know, realistically, it depends on how much you get into the time trial version of it or how much you really enjoy the mechanics, right? Like in a lot of games, sometimes it's the story like Half-Life Alex, that really draws you, you in. Sometimes it's the visuals, probably also like Half-Life Alex. Um, but in this game, and you get this a lot with other shooter games like maybe Pavlov, where it's not so much the environment around you that really draws you and it's the mechanics right and mm -hmm. that was the thing that i really loved about stride is even though it's going down the same corridors just getting that little bit of speed feeling that amazing immersion by running and jumping and grabbing uh until you master it i i was able to get a decent amount of hours and so for 15 dollars, i'd say you'd be able to get easy 15 hours out of this which is, you know, less than a dollar an hour, a dollar an hour. I'd say that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> <laughs> I think definitely if you can get 15 hours, the thing for me with what the game still offers at this point, I doubt I would get beyond maybe an hour or two unless really? unless I start to look at it as also an exercise game, which oh. it can be. I actually to like push myself a little further in the immersion on the quest. I switched it to a mode where you have to physically turn. And then okay. when my character was running, since you're moving your arms like you're running anyways, I started using my feet to actually run in place on my mat. And then when it came jumping time, I was physically jumping. And the weird thing about the jumping, it actually helped me finally get the jumping right, because I think that's the last mechanic <laughs> that still feels a little wrong. So if you want to jump in this game, you press the A button, which is like a thumb button on your right hand. You drop your controllers down and then you hurl your controllers upwards kind of as if imagine it when you watch someone in parkour they're standing on like a little ledge and they're going to jump to the next ledge you see them squat down with their legs you see them pull their hands to their side and then they heave their hands out in front of them to get that momentum going as they jump with their legs it's yeah. kind of making you do the same thing with your arms so oh, that's I, interesting i found if i actually physically jumped i was much better at timing my jump with with letting go of the A button. But man, you must be exhausted after a while. <laughs> I even getting through the tutorial trying to do that. I was dumping sweat. My watch was like, great workout. And it was and after a while, I had to stop doing it that way and start playing it a little bit more normally. But I really enjoyed that about it. And it made me it made me almost wish that it could have some sort of system where it calibrated your head height. Uh -huh. And when it when it noticed your head went up three inches in real life or something, it would activate your jump in the game. That would instead. be interesting. So yeah. I'm going to eat my words a little bit here. I was curious on how much time I played into stride because I feel like that I've played it for a while and I've seen pretty much that all there is to see in stride uh, 2.5 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so gonna... now 15 hour might be a little bit ambitious, but I feel like I've definitely got my money's worth even just for an experience. This was a really fun game. It felt amazing going around doing parkour stuff that stuff that I would never do in real life. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought it was a fun experience, but man, only 2.5 hours. And I'm really coming away from this feeling like I've seen pretty much all there is to see in this game. So I don't know. And, and one of the other things is I've only been able to try the steam version. Mm -hmm. The Oculus version does have a little bit of a better feature set. I was looking into, I was trying to compare the versions and I felt totally gypped <laughs> because the Oculus version has all sorts of better graphics. The enemies look way better. 
you can do things like crash through glass panes, which you can't do in the Steam version. Ah. And I feel a little gypped, right? And maybe that's from me being a little bit, uh, you know, PC master race here, right? Like Steam, (laughs) you are literally hooked into a mega computer when you're playing Steam VR. You should be able to take advantage of that graphics, but it looks like the developers are definitely focusing Oculus devices right now. Well, that was interesting because I was going to ask you that because I played it on the Steam version back in the day. And when I played today, I just figured it was updates because there's now windows you jump through. Did you have the mines, the drones that set traps against you? No. When you're playing. Okay, so that apparently is also on the Quest version because those were things that I was thinking I didn't remember those from the old version that really added to it. But the thing about the windows that you don't get on the Steam version, the window that you're about to jump and smash through, it's completely reflective. It looks like a chrome kind of scene. You can't see what you're jumping into. Oh, so, that's terrifying. <laughs> so there'll be this huge, long pane of glass that looks like it's, you know, 15 feet wide. And you have to try and choose where you're going to jump out of this, not knowing what you're going to encounter on the other side. So it was very thrilling having that in there. And I'm sad to know that they didn't add that to Steam yet. Um, do you... did, did, did Facebook buy them out? Because really, it looks like they haven't updated Stride for VR or for Steam VR in like a year. It feels pretty much exactly the same as it did. A year ago when we reviewed this on the full dive gaming podcast. Yeah, I kind of wondered the same thing because I know that now Steam, they're offering a, like a multiplayer on Steam, but it, it's is it a separate purchase you have to make to get it? It's because on on Oculus Quest, you pay 15 bucks and it looks like you get everything. I even had cosmetics. I could choose different gloves, different grapple guns. That makes me uh, so angry. <laughs> <laughs> different different looking pistols. I had a lot more options than I had last time I played it. And it definitely rounded the game a lot more. But I did still feel like if I were to find out today, the game is done. The roadmap is over. The, dev- the devs aren't adding anything else. I would feel a little disappointed because it feels like it's almost there. It feels like it's one or two updates away from being a spectacular game. It feels like that they just need a little bit more defined goals, like a story mode would be mm-hmm. incredible. That That's what it felt like this game was gearing up for. And it feels like that they kind of got sucked into a black hole of like arena mode. Um, But yeah, I, I feel like it's an interesting experience, but maybe lack some of the nicer features and polish that you'd expect from a game. Yep. Yep. And I see a post here back in January saying that story mode isn't available yet, just endless and mission arena. Uh, and the other one, they called it time trial. So I don't think that's the story mode. So it looks like there still should be a story mode coming. Oh, I think as long as that's coming, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as that's coming. I mean, it's almost the end of 2021. As long as that's coming, I think that would be what it takes to round this game out the rest of the way, because I I felt like it's it is something that especially if you haven't played Windlands, if you haven't played to the top, if you didn't play Jump on Gear VR back in the day, this game is going to thrill you unlike any other VR game. You're going to get a visceral reaction to it when you have to jump from one building to another and there's a huge drop down below. And even those few moments, the first few times you do it, that thrill you get, that's something that only VR can deliver. And I think that that is an amazing feeling whenever you get that back. All right. Well, are you ready to give our final verdict? Should we play it or should we pass it? I I think uh, three, two, one, uh, yay or nay? Are we, are we ready? Sounds good. Three, two, one, nay. I really? Actually, Again? I actually yayed this one. Same thing as last time. Uh, but... You've got to be kidding me. Nah, for me, it just feels like, I, I got to say, panning over and seeing my actual playtime, which is less than three hours and feeling mm-hmm. like I've seen everything in the game, it just, I, I how it is right now, 
I would feel like if you purchased it, it would be purchasing for what this game could become because I feel like the potential is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me right now, it's just not worth the investment. I think if you had played today on the quest, you would feel a little differently. I think I might. It was a hesitant yay on my part, but it still is a yay because they've added just enough that it it really felt like, ooh, this is kind of like Mirror's Edge. It felt like, oh, this is bringing back some to the top vibes. I think the biggest thing it's actually missing is like the right music. It's got some music, but if they could get the right music in there, it would really take the experience the rest of the way because it's close but at 15 bucks on the quest versus what you're going to get on the quest i would say it's definitely a yay on the quest and maybe it's a nay on steam honestly that's yeah that's probably i, I the issue. feel like that's a fair put way to put it on but at the same time like would you ever in any universe pick this over a game like windlands 2 because i feel like windlands offers the fantasy of what this game is trying to achieve which is high speed, high reaction time, sniping targets in the middle of the air while you're going through obstacles, and maybe just does it a little bit more fleshed out than what Stride's trying to accomplish. It's a different game is the problem. Winlands is a great game. This scratches a very different itch. Winlands, you know, Winlands doesn't have the parkour. To, to the top is actually a closer comparison. Even though there's no combat in it because to the top feels more like parkour. Yeah. Where this game feels... This is extreme parkour with some combat, with some action. And Windlands is more like a fantasy, you know, Spider-Man type of game in my <laughs> mind. It's a really great game, but it's not true. this. So, yeah, if so, you're out there, mm-hmm. if you're out there, you're listening. And if you, if you got a quest, especially compared to what quest has sometimes on the store, I do think $15, especially with more coming, is worthwhile. But I refunded it on Steam. So <laughs> if you're on Steam, don't take that as a go buy this. I didn't like it on Steam. Yeah, if you're on Steam, the potential is definitely there, but it still feels like the potential has been there, the exact same potential for the last year, and it just doesn't seem like it's changing anytime soon. So I'd wait until they release a little bit more of a feature set till I re- um, until I can recommend this. Yeah. Well, hey, if you're out there and you're like, oh, I'm really enjoying this new review show, I want to let you know that, I want to give you some feedback, come join us on our Discord. We've got that the invite in the show notes. On YouTube, you can find it anywhere and come join us, hang out and talk to us there and tell us what game we're going to review next. Because we didn't actually, this one wasn't on our radar. This game's been out forever. But one person on Discord was like, hey, would you review Stride on the quest? So I had to get on my quest and do it. We're going to do that for you if you come ask us. Yeah. And if you want a little bit more of this, uh, we have full episodes where we talk about all sorts of different VR news new and exciting projects in the VR space, business opportunities that are coming out. So come check us out on the full episodes, the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. Available on all major platforms, iTunes, including Spotify, (laughs) and YouTube with full video. So yeah, come hang out with us over there. We want to say thank you so much for being here with us tonight. And remember, when it comes to VR, what do you got to do? You got to dive on in, Jay. Dive on in.